I'm Ben Strivens. He's John O'Scott. Hi. And together... We watch anything! We trawl the depths of Netflix... And other streaming services... To find three films... Of the same genre... Of the same genre... And watch them... So you don't have to. I take one, he takes one, and there's one we both watch. So you know what's a surprise hit... And what's totally... 2023. It is totally 2023. And, well, you're my favourite podcast, and hopefully some of the people listening's favourite podcast, is right here at the start of the year, without it's fear. It's back. Yeah. We are back oh. for our... Sorry, that was just terrible. Um, I just, <laughs> Me, I always, I always just... I'm just like, step on your brilliant intros no, at the no, wrong no, time. No, 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 you really don't. Because I was, was going to go down this whole, like, a horrible passageway of things that end in ear, probably ending up with rear. Um, which would have been a terrible Yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad if I derailed that. Yeah. I was just having a daydream, actually, while you were burbling, about um, it would be oh, fun to kind of find to, to, like, put you off by writing I love you on my eyelids, you know, like in Indiana Jones. Yes. Yeah. And like then going really close to this camera, so it really freak you out, <laughs> or sure. some kind of other message. You know, I was going to say I'm not sure that would really freak me out to watch. Also, partially, which you won't know, is that your glasses are quite reflecty in the yeah. screen, so I might not actually see yeah. what you had written on your eyelids. I might have just thought you'd had weird tattooed <laughs> You're eyelids, just thinking like weird blinking, slow <laughs> blinking man God, leering at the camera, leaning close and blinking. And if he keeps doing this, he's going to miss his cue. <laughs> um, so, man, it is a new year. And um, that's about all that's changed, really, is the, the digit at the end of it, because we're going to carry on doing what we do. Yeah, what we do very well, which is look at films. Yes. And tell people about what we them. What we do less well is tell people about them, but we're really <laughs> good at just watching movies. <laughs> it's yeah, it's always been one of our life skills. Yes, absolutely. Doing very little apart from staring at a screen <laughs> and then thinking slightly critically about it, but not too hard. <laughs> But not at too much depth. No, exactly. No, we leave that to other critics. Yes. <laughs> and also not about movies that anyone else wants to watch. Although that is, you know. No, but that's all really... part of our service. I know. And it was, well, we do watch some films. I mean, only last... What are, we, what are you talking about last time? We had a triple B+. plus. That is entirely true. A triple B+, plus, which is better than triple bypass, is <laughs> a... Uh, <laughs> was, well, yeah, was, was, was pretty... Actually, I have had a couple of listeners ping us and say how much they enjoyed the, um, the trip as well oh good yeah yeah i know the trip was great i i watched a bit of it again i haven't watched the whole thing mm-hmm. again but i yeah did you I manage really to catch up with rare exports yet i did start watching it and immediately fell asleep <laughs> but it wasn't because i wasn't enjoying it you know what i mean i was was I that to do with some sort of christmas it. spirit maybe yeah <laughs> yeah i was just i was just yeah worn out from um it does yeah. that it really does that i yeah christmas is a wearing time of year it is, but, you know, we got through it. And it was, I, I, and for the most part, very enjoyable. I did sort of pretty much max out on all the uh, the family Christmas movies. Introduced the kids to oh. Scrooged. That was very exciting. Um, Scrooged, yes. the one with... Do you hear, I've never seen that movie. Oh, it's, it's quite good. It's, it, yeah. it's definitely a bit dated, but they enjoyed it. Um, yeah. And Spirited, which I quite enjoyed, which, which loads of people have slagged off and I just quite liked, because I'm just... I, I just I can't remember that's, if I've I don't ever know if you've seen, seen that one. No, it's new. It's the new Ryan Reynolds um, and Will Ferrell sort of like take on um, Christmas Carol. No, yeah, no, on not Disney. seen that yet. Um, and I really enjoyed it. And I don't care if anyone else did. I think it was on Disney or is it on Apple? Oh, I can't remember. Actually, it might be Apple. Yeah. In this household, Arthur Christmas is a real Christmas I've favourite. never seen Arthur Christmas, actually. Oh, it's a really good one. Mm. Yeah. 
it's, as in it's just obviously uh, we've both got children who are beginning to grow out of the animated movie phase yeah. but um, it's just a really good one yeah, yeah, it's just really well put together well paced got quite nice payoff blah 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 yeah. blah 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 they all love it I yeah. couldn't remember whether Gremlins 2 was Christmassy or not we watched it it is not Christmassy oh <laughs> is it not no not at all it's much more sort of New York-y oh really yeah but you know it was fine we watched that too oh, um, good yeah so that was Christmas we did it we watched oh I watched a Christmas movie you watched part of it and then you fell asleep um, but this time around um, we have got a genre that we chose and if you want to be the guiding light behind what we do we watch anything at gmail.com is the best way to get hold of us or we watch anything at we watch anything on Twitter um, we, we're not going to pay for a blue tick we're not going to bow down to Elon Musk's stupidity no um, but that's the two best ways. If you want to suggest something, a movie or a genre that we can do, we can build a genre around a movie. We can make up loads of genres around a movie. Um, yeah, that's one of our skills. But what we've done for this time, this is one. This is something that we pulled out of our particular... Um, Bodies. I was going to say hat or a giant flappy shoes because... <laughs> yeah. We, it, this time around, what are you watching, Johnny? Clown horror. Yay. Woohoo. Um, which is, you know, quite a specific genre, really, I guess, sort of, maybe. And that there are some, yeah, well, it's, I mean, some key it's, texts. it's one of those things. It's, it's, um, I was trying to remember the first time I was creeped out by a clown because, um, well, and in ways, the first clown I can remember on screen is actually Roger Moore in Octopussy. Do you remember that bit actually, when he's he trying more, to? He is slightly creepy in that. He does look quite creepy, yeah. and he's and because he, he's dressed as, I think I'm remembering rightly, as a sort of like downward, mouthy kind yeah, of yeah. face paint on. And I remember just finding it a bit creepy, but also quite cool because he manages to um, stop that bomb from blowing up. Yeah, um, I've never. I'm going to confess something. I've never found clowns very creepy. No. I don't really get it. I know there's a whole thing about it. I don't really get it. Like I, we'll get we'll get to this very quickly. But I, you know, I one of my earliest memories of of, of the whole genre is reading it when I was about eleven, um, mm. and I loved that book. It was awesome. And halfway through reading it. Someone had written, you know, you're going to die in pencil on one of the pages. And that freaked me out when I turned it. It was a library book. It wasn't my mum doing it. Um, and, uh, well, as far as you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, she might have done it after getting it out from the library. <laughs> that's true. Um, but, uh, yeah, clowns have never really, you know, never really freaked me out. And then they still don't. No. Well, I know what you mean. I wouldn't say they're particularly... I, I find them particularly fearful either, but I do. I can see why people do find them creepy, and they're it's it's a bit like ventriloquist dummies or or creepy dolls. You yeah, know, I, I think I can see why people ventriloquist find them creepy, dummies but... are definitely creepier than crowns. Crowns, yeah, no, clowns, crowns. Nothing's creepy crowns. about crowns. <laughs> no, crowns are terrifying. No, yeah, I agree. I agree. Ventriloquist dummy is, but um, there's I, I've never sort of I, I've never been big into my clown horror. Let's put it that way. No. And um, it we've discussed many times, so let's not get too bogged down there. But, you know, we both quite like the story. Neither of us like the adaptations very much, although both of them have all right things to recommend. Yeah. But, like, I tried to watch It Part 2 and just got really bored at the sort it's of just... animated and not scary things. Yeah, it's just not very scary. <laughs> i tell you what is really creepy, actually, and I don't know if this is particularly clowny, but Something Wicked This Way Comes, the Ray Bradbury story, Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes. about the sort of like haunted carnival thing, and the, but uh, but that's more the book because the book's written in this really sort of like sparse kind of way. It's kind of well, I was thinking. So, I mean, I've never been a particular fan of poltergeist or geist, um, mm -hmm. 
but that's got quite a that's got a sort of a clowny sort of demonic toy thing. I guess it does. Um, which you know, I I, I never I, I never like Polter, Poltergeist ghost geist. Did you? <laughs> no, I don't really care about it very much. It's not uh, one of those movies that ever resonated with me. I watched it. I think like, there's, there's a creepy bit in it, if I remember rightly. There's the little lady, and she's kind of entertaining. Mm. But it's basically no, I don't really care about it. It's not something I ever think. Oh, I think I'll watch Poltergeist. Now, and I can't remember. There's one film that I started watching and didn't finish called Stitches. Have you seen that? Yes, that's that's the movie that I did. For, uh... Oh, good. That would be why I started watching and didn't carry on. I thought it might be. Thank God. OK, well, I won't say anything more. Because, no, don't, yeah. because, yeah. Well, that's interesting that you've seen the intro to the movie I'm going to tell you about. So Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that's good. Well, that's something we can keep in our back pocket. But talking of movies that we've seen, Jono, what movie did you see? Well, I, I, I do love the segue. Um, All Hallows' Eve, I saw, from 2013. And... um. I chose this movie because I'd sort of heard of it for a long time and not yeah. got round to it because uh, it has a scary clown in it called Art the Clown. And I'd <laughs> okay. seen images of Art the Clown and kind of thought, oh, that's quite a creepy clown. Um, and so I thought I'd try it. And, it, and I was really excited when I realised, uh, after watching it for a while, that it was um, an anthology-type oh, really? portmanteau movie. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, hooray. Which we, which we like very much. Yes. Um and so it starts off and it's 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 Halloween and these two not particularly likable children have obviously just come back from trick or treating and are hassling their babysitter to let them watch a scary movie. Okay. Is this or let a, them stay is this up the late framework anyway. of the whole thing? Yeah, so this is the linking yeah, element. Mm. And um and in the trick or treat sack they find a videotape. Somehow, a videotape has got in one of his bag, right, along okay. with all the sweets. Yeah, <laughs> very likely. <There's> a... <laughs> you wouldn't notice that landing in a bag. Um, it's a giant anyway, block of chocolate. Yeah, and 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 the, the, you know they argue about. Oh, please let us watch it. Let us watch it. And she's like, "Well, this could be you know some creeps put a video. What the hell is it going to yeah. be?" Anyway, she, she does. She stays there, and the first sort of. Um, uh, the first ep- uh, sorry uh, episode or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. first story <laughs> so they press play and they do watch the first story and every now and then it cuts back to them and you see reactions to them watching it and kind of going what the hell is this and it's immediately very weird and the first story is quite successful basically it's this woman who's uh, waiting at a gradually deserted train station okay um and suddenly she becomes aware that sitting opposite her is art the clown um, right. I recommend look if you've not seen it before. I recommend watching a trailer or looking it up. He's a sort of largely black and white kind of thing with a tiny, you know, j- small top hat balanced. Quite slightly. an American seen... style sort of. Yeah, but like but he's just sitting there staring at her. Well, he is quite and, creepy. Um, I've just looked that up. That's not that's not a pleasant looking clown, is it? No, no. I mean, that's the thing. I find. I, well, I'll go on to this. But anyway, long story short, she's sort of. Um, She's, I can't quite remember how, but she's knocked out. And she wakes up underground, weirdly chained to something she can't see, along with two other women. A bit like um, Saw. Who have been, um, been, uh, and anyway, they sort of work together. They start arguing. They try to get out their chains and it doesn't go very well. And um, it doesn't go very well because they fail to get out the chains or just they don't get on with each other. 
<laughs> well, just, I'm just going to tell you this bit because you know, like this is actually written from from Wikipedia. You know, when you come across a sentence from a plot description, it just really made me laugh. But basically, this so oh, this is just a Wikipedia description of the plot of this first segment. Go on then. After watching the figures remove a fetus from the womb of a restrained pregnant woman, Casey is raped by Satan. Oh, God. <laughs> no, no, no. So that, that's, that's the kind that, of level That's we're the definition at. of this does not go well, yeah. How's <laughs> your exactly. day? Didn't go well. Yeah, and, and the, the unrealistic element to all of this is that it is quite a... a, a um, it's... I mean, the horror, that sounds really disturbing. In fact, <laughs> it does it's sound just... Disturbing. It's done... It's really done in quite a schlocky way. And okay. The, the creature effects are kind of... It's all practical. There's no yeah. sort of um, animation. Well, that's good. So it's, it's kind of just sort of outlandishly fun and silly. Okay, really. you don't get any of that sort of like, yeah, sci-fi channel sort of bad, done by a student. No, yeah. no. And um, anyway, then the kids go to bed because she won't let them watch anymore and she decides to carry on watching it and then there are three, two more sort of longer segments before the finale with the sort of linking segment. Yeah. The linking story. And... In short, this film isn't great. It's uneven, quite weird. But in terms of the brief I keep watching <laughs> clown horror, it's really quite good in oh. that. The things that are in, in its favour... It a, a, it's an anthology movie, yes. so it's quite yeah, yeah. sort of throwaway. I'm, I'm already going to watch this anyway. Yeah. You, yeah. Secondly, I do think Art the Clown is quite a good horror creation. I can mm -hmm. see why... He's now he's now had two sequels. I was going to say this sounds like the thing that's been sequelized then because yeah, it's become so, a thing, so, right? Um, well, one quickly thing to say about that is that so in the plot, I don't want to give away too much because this is a recommend. Yeah. But in All Hallows Eve, um, Art the Clown has a sort of there's a sort of uh, supernatural, paranormal element to it. But Art the Clown has been brought back for two horror films called Terrifier and Terrifier Two, and in that <laughs> he's just a mad stalker oh human. okay you know he's, he's he hasn't got any he, there's nothing supernatural or ghosty or weird in that way yeah he's just a psychopathic clown <laughs> but maybe we should have watched all three of these for the thing yeah no <laughs> good point but um uh, so all Hallows eve is just good that the three stories the last of the stories of is the best is by far the best one and it ends in a really quite horrifying way but i'm laughing because it's done in that sort of you know it's fully yeah. practical it's all yeah, yeah 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 and it's just sort of i don't know it's done with a certain joie de vivre oh, God, oh, i like that nice with, it's very rare here's one of eve these days <laughs> <laughs> but the, the but it's definitely a patchy watch it's uneven mm -hmm. and i think it's partly because the director who i can't remember the name right now um, he it uses you know he made a short and yes. then made another short. Oh, so he's just and then shorts turned together, it into used ah. bits of footage from both his shorts into this anthology horror. So for that reason, it's definitely got a slightly uneven tone. But I kind of forgave it because, like I say, I liked Art the Clown and had a couple of chilling moments, and it was quite fun. And yeah, so it's a, it's a recommend, but it's only a C recommend. Yeah, I was going to say it feels like it feels like a C to me. I mean, look, last... probably C minus really because it's it's really okay. not very good in lots of ways. <laughs> Last time round, that we had three B pluses, hard to beat that. A C minus is not; it's still definitely a recommendation. That's still a, like, if you've got yeah. the time, watch this. If it's raining outside, I think I say that a lot. Um, yeah. It's because it rains a lot. Um, <laughs> but okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, definitely don't expect to be terrified. Like the second plot 
involves a sort of alien creature and it's just so it's just a sort of like like an actor in a with a with an alien a cheap alien hat on but for some reason i still quite enjoyed it <laughs> so anyway yeah it's a definite recommend and as i say in terms of its clown horror brief it ticks a lot of boxes sweet okay well let's move on to mine then um <laughs> which you say you've seen the the beginning of but for those people which is pretty much everyone apart from you and i who haven't seen it um so oh i've got what's what service is yours on where where did you find um oh god good point it's uh get your above prime prime let me let me double check that while you talk about stitches which is available on amazon prime in the uk um so stitches is um the story of a clown so it's the story of a clown who um, is unexpectedly killed at a birthday party in a in a um, in a freak dishwasher accident, um, where essentially the kids push him over and he falls, stumbles, and trips over his massive shoes and impales his head on a kitchen knife that's sticking out of an open dishwasher. <laughs> um, six years later, they, he, he decides he's ready to have another birthday party. His mum's out of town; they're about seventeen, and it sort of turns into a big house party. Um, and stitches the clown. Uh, resurrects himself from the grave and goes on a killing spree. There's, that's that's the um, that's the the sort of you know very quick pricey. So essentially, the movie opens. It, it's a um, I don't know if anyone's familiar with the stand-up comedian Ross Noble. He's kind of like moderately well known. He you know he tours a bit. Yeah, he's um, good. He's uh, someone weirdly enough that I in I was in a play many many years ago in the end of festival just when he was starting out and he was in a comedy show and we ended up hanging around a bit and uh, with oh, our really? group yeah and uh, so he's yeah I, I very much doubt he'd remember me now but we spent a few weeks just you know getting pissed together um, anyway Ross Noble um, yeah, so, it's, so it's, it's sort of his kind of like uh, he, he plays the eponymous Stitches the Clown um, oh. and the movie opens in a very kind of um sort of sexualize the potato men uh way which is not the world's most ringing recommendation because that movie is truly terrible <laughs> yeah, um, i was gonna say but uh with uh sort of it, it you know there's a bit of few title cards and then it sort of opens on stitches the clown well it opens on a, a, a woman being had sex with um and it stitches mostly in uniform um and she sort of dip, it dips very much into the uh well, it starts off with a song that's very kind of like Don't Fear the Reaper. So it has that sort of scream oh, yeah. overtones to start with. Yeah. Um, it sort of pulls out. Yeah, we see her face and we realise that she's being, you know, um, uh, seen to from behind by a clown, um, which oh, is Ross Noble. Really it's really horrible. And then, but then it also completely riffs on the Bad Santa thing. She's sort of going, F me clown, F me clown, like the thing mm. in the car in Bad Santa. Um, and uh, and then he goes to the, he goes to the kids birthday party and we see him die i mean and the kids are variously horrible to him throughout the thing you know he tries to do a balloon animal they pop it um they, they're, they're just not interested he's late he's miserable um he's a bit like if you've uh if you've seen psychoville there's mr mr jelly the clown there that he um he's quite similar to that um anyway then you know fast forward six post credits fast forward six years oh sorry he dies there's a funeral and, and just just after the funeral we see a secret ceremony that the, the the kid whose birthday it was, Tom. You see, he he witnesses a secret clown ceremony in the graveyard, but they're in a crypt. And you know, do you know the thing about clowns and eggs? No. Um, and I don't know. 
whether this is true or not, but it's it's, it's in a Terry Pratchett, I think, as well, where the, a, cl- a clown's face is meant to be um, unique, and they're meant to then right. paint their face onto an egg, and then that egg is kept somewhere that, that there's like a record. Now you're saying that, that sounds thing. familiar, yeah. but yeah. So that's what happens in this. They sort of retire his egg anyway. Um, right. And then, yeah, fast forward, and then it does this sort of like intro scene, which then goes very Guy Ritchie, where you've got like that sort of like jangly British, like slightly driving indie guitar music, and then a bunch of kids walking around the school, boom, freeze frame, it shows them, like there's their name, and then a shot of them, like a, another oh. free, of when they were a kid like in that, the party. Kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and uh, and then it sort of just does that, and then we sort of see them, you know, banter, 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 woo, woo, hey, ooh, ooh, girls, girls, girls. It has a real kind of like um, sort of in betweeners vibe. I'd say if I'd ever really watched the in betweeners, but I don't like the in betweeners, but I don't watch the in betweeners. Um, and then and all through this, our protagonist, because it's his birthday coming up, and it's been six years since the stitches incident, keeps um, seeing clowns. Like it just keeps like there is quite a funny one where you know, he looks down at his breakfast plate that his mum's made him and the, the the bacon is like the clown's ears and the, the 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 there's a tomato for the clown's nose and the beans make a smiley face and then he looks back and again it's a normal thing and he has this sort of daydream in a um, in a class that he's in where he's taking a test and the teacher turns into a clown and then for no apparent reason reaches to the guy next to him who's his best mate and rips his genitals off really graphically Ah. attaches them to a helium balloon and floats it into the sky with the guy trying to grab his grab his grab his uh mean two veg back um which is quite weird um and then uh yeah he's reluctant to have a party his mates convince him to have a party and then his his mate um invites the whole school basically because partly because there is a girl he's really interested in and she's kind of an indie kid kind of thing um, and he's really interested in her and so he, he invites her he's he's a total dork this guy um, and his mates are all varying degrees of like sort of party lads or whatever lads lads lads, lads, lads. and uh, the party ensues at the house but there's a scene where the invitation from one of the houses goes you know through the air little little and then lands on the grave of Stitches the Clown who then ah, hand comes out ah, Stitches, nice. Stitches turns up at the party and yeah proceeds to kill people in various different and sort of gory ways basically and this is ross noble this is ross noble yeah basically he's there to take revenge so there's this kid who really loves eating and he opens his head up with a can opener and scoops his brains out with like a um with an ice cream scoop um and the the director does various things like sort of try and marry this up so i just the song playing the party is i just died in your arms tonight and then it cuts to a shot of like the stitches the clown with a dead body in his arms and then as someone's putting a ladle into the punch bowl he's putting the you know smash cuts to him doing the ice cream scoop out of their head kind of thing um and yeah and then there's various like terrible sort of zip lines like sort of after he kills his kid we can open his head he goes oh now there's food for thought um and you're like right um and then you like it no (laughs) i didn't it's funny i didn't hate it i didn't i definitely didn't like it i definitely don't think i there's a couple of funny moments the scene where he looks down and his bacon eggs have become a clown face is quite funny there's a scene where um his least likable mate takes a girl upstairs in his arms he takes her into a bedroom in his arms because it's you know teenage party shagging and throws her on the bed and she just like rolls and bounces straight off and that's quite a sort of airplaney zazzy yeah. kind of like gag and they do that really well but basically it's just not very good 
It's just, yeah. it's got lots, it's so, the way it sort of like ties in with yours, there's loads of practical effects. It's all, all the effects are practical generally. And there's one, there's only one really good one. There are, there's a little bit of CG in there, which is pretty obvious. There's one good practical effect where he rams an umbrella through the back of someone's head and it comes out her eye socket with an eyeball on the end of it towards the camera. And that's quite well done. Um, yeah. But there's another one where he's like, there's just, there's all these moments where the, the blood is the wrong color. The blood's a really bad color. And then, <laughs> and, and then and they, they've got it on little jets, you know, when they sort of like, you know, pump the little ball and the blood jets come out kind of thing. And that really works on something like Bad Taste where the whole thing looks so lo-fi. But this, they're trying to look good and it doesn't look good. And then they, it's really badly cut. They do this thing, you know, when you've got an exploding head and then it will just come back and just cut back to the moment of the explosion from a different angle and boom, 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 you, you see the exploding oh, God, head. And like, yeah. you're like, no. Just no, just it's not even that good an exploding head, and then don't bother showing it to me. Just no, 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 stop, no, not enough, stop it. Mm. Um, and and there is a reason like, I like Ross Noble a lot. I think his comedy is very funny. I like him as a as a as a guest on things. I like him doing stand up. There is a reason he's not made more movies, and this reason I was thinking about this is that like not that many British stand ups transition to movie stuff is because I think maybe they create a persona on stage. And that's what they can do. So this clown is a sort of gory, murderous from the dead clown who's very Ross Noble, and it's just like mm. watching sort of a grumpy um, northeastern Ross Noble sort of like cruise around. Yeah, and I've never thought Ross Noble is scary. No, so, and, so and, and there is literally... The Ross Noble the only, version of himself, then No, it's... there is nothing scary about this movie, it, and it all ends up with a ritual thing, and it's all just a bit like... It's, it's, it's quite... It's really... It's like it's a, it's a very big-budget student film. The, the acting is not that great. There is like one or two breakout people in it um the director Colin McMahon has done made another movie since then which is like you know fair play to him brilliant this is it's, it's Irish it's all set in Ireland by the way it's all quite sort of like um parochially Irish um he's he's made a movie called like, The Wrong One In about someone who's brother's a vampire but it's great he's been able to make another movie and I do have massive respect for him able to, to make movies that's really bloody hard to do uh but this isn't very good it's just really yeah. not that good it's just and it, I think it's the director edited it as well he didn't do a great job uh, and, and the, the effects, there's a the thing, I think it was when I was in the infantry, I read with Neil Blomkamp, um, uh, where he said, like, when he, he was talking to YLM once, before he sort of got his, you know, before he made District 9 and stuff, and they were like, yeah, we don't want to, oh, yeah. we don't want to employ animators who have done really well with a limited budget, and, you know, you can really see what they could have done with more money. We want people with a limited budget who make stuff as good as we're making. Um, and this is just not that. Like, just you can see the limited budget there. It's like it's just the effects are pretty crappy. It isn't very good. And I would, it, it, it's it's like it's like Porky's American Pie, the in betweeners with gore in and a bit of bad thing. I'm really sorry. I wanted to like it, and there's times when I I tried. I really did try. Some of the acting in it is just bloody woeful. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like one person in it who's I think managed to break out pretty much. I think all the, the the guy who started. What year is it, it from? It is uh, ooh, very very good question. 2012. Oh, okay. Um, so Ten the years. Guy, yeah, the main Plus, dude in it, Tommy Knight. Now. Yeah, eleven now. Tommy <laughs> Knight has been in quite a few things you might not recognise from stuff. Gemma Lee Devereaux, who's the, his sort of love interest, you might recognise. She played Liza Minnelli in um, oh the Judy Garland biopic. With um, uh, Renée Zellweger. I'm not seeing it, but yes. Yeah, I fell asleep in that. Um, and there's a, there's a couple of quite likable characters. Mostly they're all bloody horrible. It's pretty terrible. Don't bother. It's a D. Okay. Well, um, when I said I'd seen a bit of Stitches, I'm realising I was wrong. I've seen a bit of The Clown. 
2014 completely different movie so yeah yeah yeah, was, I didn't watch anything of this, so yeah. No, you didn't good. miss much. This guy with really weird Hitler haircuts, very strange. Anyway, sounds bad. Yeah, it was. It was pretty bad. So mm. that is a solid. Don't don't bother from me. I've watched that one, so you don't have to. Good. I won't. No, don't. What else did we watch this 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 well, week? We thought this time. we do try and do some obscure stuff. So this is you know. Um, uh, I I hadn't heard of your art the clown thing. Um, Maybe countless people have, but and this guy was a pretty. This is a pretty small budget thing. However, for our main movie, the one that we both watched, we went with a bit more. Okay, is it a bit more horror mainstream? A Rob Zombie movie. Well, I think it is, isn't it? Like so. Wait, I don't think Rob Zombie's ever. Well, maybe his first film was quite a sort of breakout hit, wasn't he? But now he's just been sort of making. Yeah, I think The Devil's Rejects was kind of like quite well regarded, wasn't it? Yeah, I was going to say. So that's the one that was his sort of breakout big success. And then since then, he's just carried on doing it. You know? Yeah. um, Carried on making slightly smurgy movies. I remember when the first White Zombie album came out. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Me too. I did enjoy that. The first remix album of the White Zombie. That was awesome. Yeah, it was really good. So yeah, I, now I have nothing against um, White Zombie, the band, or the or Rob Zombie as a human, um, but I didn't. I did like quite like the Devil's Rejects, but I wasn't feeling too full of excitement about watching this one. Yeah, so this one is, is called Thirty One. Yes, yes. So Thirty One, um, as a premise, starts in that same um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre kind of way with a van full of slightly unlikable people. Um, chuntering through a kind of like you know hickey backwater on the way somewhere, yeah. And then what happens, Jono? Well, they get sort of kidnapped um, by a gang of clowns. <laughs> yeah, um, it's because they're, 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 they're carnival workers, aren't they? They're they're transient sort of. Um, they are, workers. but I, I missed that vibe. I think I only got that reading the blurb. I didn't realise necessarily from the opening bits when they were just sort of in the van chatting and smoking weed and occasionally looking like they were going to cop off with each other or something. Um, yeah, the, well, yeah, but in the script they talk. They're talking about things they've done and plans for the future and things they want. And to only do, carnival so. workers do that. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> no, but that's, they're talking about specific carnivalesque subject yeah. matter. I think if you listened more carefully, yes, you would have maybe. picked it up. Maybe yes. You I'll watch it. No, but I know what you mean. It's not. It's not like they're all like they've got like sort of circus flies exactly. stuck to their faces or whatever. <laughs> oh, they're the great zambinis. Woo. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so they 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 get kidnapped um, by uh, Malcolm McDowell. Weirdly enough, yeah, Malcolm McDowell. Um, and just Malcolm McDowell <laughs> dropped into this movie <laughs> from a great height, dressed yeah. in sort of um, Georgian getup. Yeah, he's really, kind of like he's, he's like he's been transplanted sort of... from a period piece, and then they're in like yeah. an underground theatre dungeon lair sort of thing. So it's a bit like <laughs> it, like it has elements of, of of hostile to it in a weird sort of way. Um, yeah, and yeah. basically, but also the Running Man, and I thought massively the Running Man in some ways because yeah, they, yeah. they basically something of that. they yeah. get dumped into this thing, and then it seems like it's it's an annual ritual, and they and at various points throughout the movie, people keep getting asked to lay odds on who's going to survive, kind of thing. Yeah, who? Yes, yeah, so like I can't remember how many of them are caught, but let's say there are six of them. 
they're doing it's all about the order that they're going to die and who's going next yes you know, and it's like oh they definitely think she's going to die first or whatever yeah and they bet on it and yeah so Malcolm McDowell just has this sort of small um, surrounding admiring group of three or four people similarly dressed as him and they're, they're, they're kind of watching watching the games kind of thing like yeah like yeah. the running man one thing we haven't mentioned by the way is that the, the it's this is set in 19 in the 1970s it's a period piece yes it is true it is period piece which you kind of forget about the moment that the sort of you know, yeah but I, but, yeah. I, but I wonder if that was it to try and resonate a bit with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre thing like I that I think it was whole, yeah yeah whole, it, it feels like they came off the same and you've got the same lot yes <laughs> and you've got like um uh a sort of classic old horror actress in there among the among the carnival lot in uh oh, was in, it who you got meg one? foster meg foster she's in they live she plays evil lynn yeah. in masters of the universe she's of course you know, yeah 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 um yeah. she's in a whole bunch of bunch of bunch of stuff um i love they live yeah so do i it's because it's brilliant yeah. um and uh yeah she's been in an awful lot of awful lot of stuff I'm not going to recite IMDb partly because it's just flicking past my eyes. Um, but uh, so there's like that, that nod to the sort of you know the, the old school bit of horror coolness. Um, yeah, and so like the, 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 you've got the sort of uh, the aristocrats, as it were, who are watching it, and then the the killers, the clowns. Yes. Are called. Uh, are, are, they're 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 always called head. There's like yes, sick oh. head and 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 death head and sex head. I've got doom head. Yes, doom head. Yeah, schizo head and psycho head and sex head and death head. Yeah. Um, and yes, they so they basically, but they have to. They're imprisoned within this weird maze thing, and then the killers are sort of released. Like the Running Man, sort of in in stages, kind of thing. Like, right, let's see if um, Psycho Head come and go at you. Woo! Yeah, and the first one is <laughs> really small. Yes. What I did forget as well is right at the beginning of the movie, it's some weird monologue from yeah. Doomhead, I think. Um, yeah, that's right. Uh, at the at the camera, and then you realise he's killing a priest or something. Ooh, shocking. Um, yeah. And then yeah, so it's, it's basically the sort of the trials and tribulations they go through to survive, and they they do that thing like there'll be chainsaws after them. They'll wrestle the chainsaws from their attackers and chop them up, and various members of the, these people will die throughout the thing in in various sort of like slightly tedious ways. Um, yeah, tedious is the word. I didn't just, like this film. Well, it, it, like you know, I, I love horror movies. I find it very hard to be offended by a horror movie. I did think this committed this is one of the things that i will not stand in a horror movie one of the things i don't think that you can touch it, it was just fucking boring yeah it was just <laughs> yeah. it was so boring it was it was really pointless and i just I, I didn't but care the, the good thing is that like people should just watch that opening monologue by doomhead and go because that is exactly why it's it's just a really bad start to the film. Yeah, it does, because it just lives entirely up its own rear end and so yeah, yeah. convinced that it's great. And it's so... There's just literally nothing to recommend this. No, it's not imaginative. No! The, the, the deaths... You kind of think with something like this, oh, wow, the deaths at least will be sort of no. funny. But, but, like, but they're not at all. There's but, much more imagination in... Well, but in fact, it sounds like more imagination in both the films we watched oh, already. This, look, this, someone, this someone makes balloon animals out of an intestine and then inflates a dude's head to it explodes in stitches I mean in some ways that is the best thing to recommend it for is there's some quite inventive deaths they're not very well executed but they are quite inventive whereas this yeah. the, the deaths aren't very inventive they're not very well executed and it's mostly it's really dark as well so you don't see that much anyway and it's just a bit like it's uh, just oh. really thrown together in a, like a kind of it's, it doesn't it seems like um, 
like a kind of uh, someone who's just working on a video for a metal band. You know, and I'm not I'm not just saying that because he's in White Zombie, yeah, 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 <laughs> he's yeah, Rob yeah. Zombie, but that just is what it seems. It's got that aesthetic, like to the way it's all put together. And I just felt like I remember once I can't remember what film we were discussing, but you compared it to, and I'm going to steal it because st- I just felt, it reminded me all the way through of a hyperactive little kid at a dinner party yeah. who keeps swearing and telling rude stories to try and shock the adults. And, you just and it was like that, because it was just like this film yeah. that kind of thought it was being really clever and thought it was being really shocking, and it's totally unshocking. It's just boring. Yeah, I, really I, boring. I did read one of those um, uh, sort of user reviews, I think it was like someone going, Rob, Zom- Rob Zombie's done it again, he's turned the horror genre on its end and created a whole new branch. Like, Have you watched anything ever yeah. apart from other Rob Zombie movies? This is just... There is nothing new about this. There is nothing interesting. There is no reason for it to exist or to be watched. No. It's just one to avoid. And for me, this is a solid E, actually, because it's not it's not It's not so bad. It's good. It is just so tedious. I can't find anything to recommend it. Whereas at I least think with I was stitches, going to go D minus, but we're in. We're 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 arguing over yeah. very little. Yeah, I'm um, certainly. Yeah. In comparison, stitches is a D plus to this thing. Because yeah. at least there's a cup month. Yeah. No. Just no. no. I mean, I'm glad, though. I'm glad, because you did say, start saying this, like, I don't like Rob Zombie movies. And I was like, do I... How many of them have I... I feel like it's one of these things I've seen a bunch of Rob Zombie movies, and I'm like, I don't know if I've forgotten a bunch of Rob Zombie movies or whether I have not bothered after The Devil's Rejects, and I don't know. Yeah, and I'm still don't know. But I still don't know. And, I, and this doesn't make me want to watch any more. No. It just feels like there's very little effort put in. Well, it's just, it, it just, it, you know, I, I, I have no idea what his personal life is like, but it's a bit like someone's just done way too much white powder, thinks they're brilliant, and just makes a movie with their mates, because his wife's in it, oh, what a surprise. Yeah. Um, and it just, yeah, it's just very self-congratulatory in a way, and it's just really, really dull. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what, well, at least, I mean. That's it's, brought me down a bit. It's all about contrast, though, isn't it? Like last week, three B pluses. This week, yeah, yeah. the highlight of our week is a C to C minus. Although I am. I, ha- I to have actually that. got a, a. I know. I've got a non, non clown recommend mm. that I'm quite excited about. So that might bring me up again. Me too, actually. So. Uh, have you? Shall yeah. I go first? You do go first. Okay, so this is my non clown, non anything recommend. I'm quite often recommend drummers and things like that. <laughs> but this time it's a short horror film. Um, it's quite famous, but I hadn't seen it until very recently. It's called La Cabina, mm-hmm. uh, which is Spanish for the telephone box. Um, it came out in 1972. And it was uh, well, basically it's a bit like a um, Tales of the Unexpected. It's about 35 minutes long. It's made for Spanish TV. And the premise is nice and simple. This guy... Um, steps into a telephone box that's sort of in the middle of a sort of square park type place and then can't get out again. Oh, okay. That's That's, that's, that's quite cool. That's the premise. Anyway, it's called La Cabina 1972. If you search search it up, it's it's available on YouTube, but just look around a bit because it's also on Vimeo and definitely like I saw one uh, where the picture was really bad and another one where the picture was really... you know, it'd been done 
professionally and well and it was legal and you know mm, yeah, it's good transfer, so, so make sure you yeah. you get a good transfer because it's 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 really it's diverting short uh, brilliant with a cool ending that is cool that's my recommend non-clown okay. i'm gonna go well if you're gonna go 70s i'm gonna i'm gonna go also 70s um just for something I watched the other day, and you can find this on, I saw it on Prime, but it's also on YouTube, I think, to watch for free. There's a couple of virtual things. It is a movie called God Told Me To. Um, okay. And it is another 1976, I believe, uh, horror by Larry Cohen. It's a sort of sci-fi horror kind of thing. Um, Larry Cohen um, sold this to, I think this was the most money that Roger Corman ever paid for a movie. Oh, really? Yeah, so it was... Oh, that's of, a great stack. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, and so, and he did, um, he did a whole bunch of stuff. He actually, he wrote phone booth, you know, the talking about phone booth, um, you know, the, um, oh crikey, what is the actor's name? I'm going to, it's just going to, uh, Colin Farrell movie. Oh yes, from, yes, like, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. That was written yeah, by Larry yeah, Cohen. Like. Larry Cohen made, it, made an awful lot of, um, awesome schlock. Um, he made it lives again. He made the stuff, um, full moon high. Um, and it's alive, which is you know, which we prefer pretty big. Uh, so yeah, but it's called God. God told me to, and basically, it's very kind of like shot in New York on location in the seventies, and a bunch of people do a bunch of horrible things, um, and their only uh, recourse is God told me to, and uh, it's about the cop identifying, um, you know, sort of chasing the leads down, and it sort of it really folds itself into that kind of like Rosemary's Baby, the Omeny kind of pocket of sort of. Uh, weird messianic kind of horror stuff. It's, Sounds good, it's man. quite worth watching. It's not the best thing I've ever good. seen, but I enjoyed it. And you might too. <laughs> so that's a couple of uh, out there recommendations. Uh, a bunch of stuff that you probably shouldn't watch. And one thing that you might as well give it a go. I'm definitely going to watch it. Um, next time around, what are we doing, Johnny? What did we say? We just Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, period dramas. Yeah. We thought we'd leave the horror behind, maybe. Although, you know, we might touch I'm, on... I'm, we can do horror if you like. We can touch on... I don't mind. There might be some, some period horror. We'll see how that goes. Um, we could, you know, we could... We, period dramas gives us a nice widespread field to sort of uh, drop our fish hook of watching into... That didn't work, did it? There was, fish hook of watching? I was, was going to do something with the worm on the end of it, and then it just, it just didn't work at all. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it gives it. We can spread our net wide and trawl in I'll stop different. It. Stop. Okay, fine. Uh, yeah, there, there could be some. There should be some interesting stuff out there. We're going to go across the across the different platforms. We um, will be looking for stuff. I like the idea of low budget period that no one's ever heard of. It sounds good to me. So I like that too. Until next time, avoid. Um, 31 like the plague probably avoid stitches and go and watch the anthology horror and if you haven't go back and listen to the previous episode and watch some of those scandy things that we watched because they were yeah. all excellent all excellent yeah yeah and we will be coming at you once again with the next episode of period drama of some variety i for one just can't wait <laughs> your best ever. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. See you next oh. time. Bye-bye. <laughs>